Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the EPL Boys Podcast. It is the boys back. We are ready to recap the championship Sunday that just happened in the Premier League. Ready to recap the season, give our final thoughts on everything that happened over the last 38 game weeks. Some three game weeks in one week, but 38 game weeks. This season has been a whole lot. It's been a whole fucking lot, and we will break it down and digest our thoughts on it, but... Before we get into that, JD, like always, tell us about your championship Sunday. My championship Sunday was great. I had multiple screens going on. I had my buddy from Maryland visiting me, who's a huge uh, Premier League and uh, La Liga fan. Uh, so we were watching the games together. What I was team hungover as shit. I was, La Liga I was at, a fan of? What? What team in La Liga? Oh, no, the, he's a Real Madrid fan. Mm, ha, ha, bummer. Lose. Loser. That's a fucking bummer, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, loves second big. place, man. He really loves yeah, it. He's a United fan. fan too. Loves second place. Yeah, but um, but I was at a winery on Saturday. Got real lit all of Saturday, and somehow I woke up on Sunday. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I woke up like 30 minutes before the game started, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm glad my alarm went off. But yeah, it was great. Great weekend. Yeah, overall. Matt, you, yours. I know you posted on on the socials at uh, Instagram at the EPL Boys Podcast. Matt's ludicrous setup where he had about 45 TVs on watching every single second of every matchup. The best, like, before I talk about my weekend, the best moment on earth by far was walking every electronic I had in the house into my little man cave area I have. And my wife just looking at the final setup and she goes, is every TV in the house in your room? I go, babe, championship Sunday, okay? You either get it or you don't. It, Babe, it's it's three hours at most. It'll be fine. I literally, <laughs> like, honestly, although the instant regret of the second the games were over, I'm like, crap, I have to put all of this shit back. Yeah, you have back. to move all that shit back. No, yeah, dude. my second 50-inch TV is still beneath my main <laughs> TV, plugged in. <laughs> My girlfriend, my girlfriend yesterday was just like, "Oh, so how long is this gonna stay here?" I'm like, "I'll get, it. I'll get, it. it's fine." All right, bye. I'm telling you right now. I, I'm telling, I'm telling you right now. I promise you, it will be back to its original spot by Championship Sunday of next year. I promise yeah. you. Okay? I, mean, I mean, it's only it's only 364 more days, give or take a few days. I mm-hmm. might as well just leave it. Up. It's like a Christmas tree. It's like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Might as well yeah. leave it up. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. It's, it's it is just like Christmas tree. Once you leave it to like April, then it's like you know what? I'm just gonna leave the Christmas tree up all year. It, as long as you just leave that TV to the start of next season, no one's gonna say a damn thing. You know, <laughs> but but honestly, dude, honestly, dude, this weekend was awesome. I had dinner with a very good friend who I met for the first time. I'm not going to say it yeah. before me and I'm pissed. Oh, dude, it was absolutely a great time. We're not going to say names because I don't know if we're allowed to say names. But um, yeah, he knows who he is. He's awesome. He's fantastic. And we're gonna get friend of the pod friend of the pod we're getting the lads together this summer that is confirmed yeah. the, like mayor 
may or may not need to stay confidential because he may or may not be a ref in the MLS, which is still crazy to, to think of that I know a guy that refs uh, a major league soccer game, which is absolutely crazy. But Yeah, Saturday had the boys over to watch the Red Bull lose. Nothing new. Got I, I'd like to actually say it. I got JD wasted to the point where yeah. I'm just like in the oh, 75th wow. minute. I'm like, all right, this game is this game's not fun, but I mean, anyone got a beer? I'm anyone just drinking. Got, yeah, I'm just yeah. drinking. But ooh, ooh. Also, uh, I riled Matt up to the point that he stopped talking to me for about an hour. <laughs> uh, we in do. our Discord, we I was I was talking shit on the New York Red Bulls, talking up the Philly Union, and Matt was getting fucking pissed. I loved it. I'm just sitting loved here. I'm I was just, sending screenshots and everything. Oh. I'm I'm just. I'm just like, okay, we get it. The Philadelphia Union, you guys, are really wish one of the other MLS teams would be your rival, but stop. <laughs> Do you want to be rivals with us, JD? You can be rivals with Orlando. We're no. rivals with everyone. Yeah. Fuck you. No JD. one wants to play. Well, you you said it yourself, Matt. You said it yourself. No one wants to play the Union. No, it's not that no one They're wants afraid. to play. They're afraid. Okay, timeout. Not the one who said no one wants to play the Union. I said no one wants <laughs> to be rivals with the Union. It's kind of like, honestly. It's somebody play, Somebody said that. Somebody someone, said yeah. no yeah. one wants to play the Union. Well, that's you guys like, are stinky, JD. Uh, you guys but, need to take a shower. That's pretty much what it's, Anyway, but, though. But hold on. Besides MLS talk, Logan. I'm going to ask you, how was your championship Sunday? But before I say that, guys, you guys finished third. I finished second. Guys, it's only appropriate. No, it's it's not working. Nothing. 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 difficulty. Oh, well, I'm... You have Bluetooth on? That's a failure. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's coming up on my end. And guys, it's the Champions League theme song. Boys, we made it. Oh, my God. We, yeah, can't wait for United to go out in the group stage. I can't wait. I can't wait for United to play Europa League next year. <laughs> yeah, so just delayed Europa League action. It, it was very close. Liverpool did make it. Well, we'll talk about them. I wanted to talk about a certain thing that we've been doing since Matt joined the podcast. The points that we finished on at the end of the season. Um. Matt, without further ado, who's buying who's buying who a steak dinner? Well, a good thing I'm seeing JD at some point this summer because that's going to be the most delicious Applebee's mm. or Outback Steakhouse steak. Yeah, you're, going, you're going straight to Applebee's, bro. You're you're getting Two some for thirty. Ha- wait, wait. Do you know what a Hoss's is? Hoss's do- steak and I, I, I don't, but don't tell me. I want it to be a surprise. You're getting some. <laughs> you, you get some eight dollar steak tips oh, from Hoss's. Oh my god, that I. The best part of my summer is going to be that steak. I'm just going to let you know. But guys, I guess I gave it away because on the final day of the season, JD got five correct picks. Logan and the fans got six correct picks. I also, too, got six correct picks, but I cor- I guess two correct score lines. Shout out to Manchester United, the real homies. I got eight points and, on the final and day. Us. And us. Oh, us yes. Too. Oh, yeah. Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Liverpool, for only winning 2 nothing. You know you what, guys- Matt? It's, uh, uh, you know what? We're gracious in defeat. I'll take it. Wait. Well, we'll what scoreline did I have for, for Man City Everton? Didn't I pick something ridiculous? 3 nothing. Mm. Oh, damn. What, which game? Oh, it was the Leeds game that I picked a yeah, ridiculous scoreline. That's what nil. it was. Yeah, I was almost right on that until West Brom scored a fucking penalty. That's why I was thinking, was it the City game? It's like, because they got close. Like, yeah, yeah, they did beat the dog shit out of Everton. Let's not lie about that. 
Um, so the, the final end. the final points breakdown to end this season. Now next year is going to be awesome because instead of starting at the halfway part of the year, we're yeah. going to have points the entire year. So it's, it's going to be crazy. crazy. With- 85 and a half for JD, 92 and a half for Logan, and 97 points. I was three picks away from 100 points. So Centurion. I yeah. hope you like your steak well done. Oh my god, just with hand, ketchup on it. Ju- just give with, me yeah, with ketchup with ketchup, right. not even hot sauce. Okay. Ketchup right. and a right. and a warm me... natty light. It's the same to thing. To wash I, it all down. It's the same thing I tell my wife when she gets well done steaks is dude, you just wanna do you want me to just get you a bag of beef jerky from seven eleven? Because it is the same thing. That's more tender. Ooh, I'll shave some beef tender. jerky on top of it. How about that? If you could just get me, no. If if you could just put some bacon bits on top for some extra protein, (laughs) I'd greatly appreciate it. It's crunchy. It'll be a well done. It'll be a well done steak that isn't even hot. Anyway, how is that possible? Hold up, guys. We do we do have to talk about some sort of Premier League football. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. That's that's what we're We're doing today. We're breaking down the season, the end of the table, and I did. I went ahead and did a little thing without telling you guys. I graded every single team's season. On, on the old on the old grade scale that we got in school on how well they finished how well you know they are going into next season expectation next season expectations going into this season and how how they dealt with circumstances surrounding the club either with managers getting moved around departures injuries things like that so I felt like that was a good way to kind of break down each team and see how they finished and just kind of break down the table in general so why don't we start at the beginning, or excuse me, at the end. Let's start at the end with the three teams that unfortunately are, you know, up in the up in the grade beyond, up in the sky. They're gone. Probably will be forgotten because they were not very good. Sheffield United, West Brom, and Fulham, 20th, 19th, and 18th respectively. They've been down for a bit because Fulham were 11 points behind Berlin 17th, but... Um, I'm going to get your guys' input on my grades, and we'll see if we agree or disagree. I gave them all Fs, because, what? like... What's lower than an F? I think I could, like, can I give, can I give Sheffield, a, like, an H? A triple like, F minus. A triple F minus. No. Combined, yeah, triple Fs. No. Like, I give, give Sheffield United the school teacher who ran the assembly of the Billy Madison movie. Not only is everyone in here dumber for hearing what you had to say you received no points and may god have mercy on your soul it's i award you no points i award you no points they did beat burnley on the last day though they beat they beat united this season okay they did do that but even even that even beating sean deitch and manchester united still can save them from bottom at 23 west brom 19 26 points and full 18 28 this actually was a lot closer than i thought because like i think in april or march fulham were like 11 points ahead of sheffield and they only finished five points ahead of sheffield which is like pretty embarrassing to say the least but yeah they were uh all fairly disappointing i mean they were easily the three worst teams in the premier league i mean it's really no contest i mean that's why they really good. we'll get to them but yeah i gave them all <laughs> f's next we have burnley 17th which doesn't look great, but they finished 11 points ahead of the next team that were getting relegated. So even though they were one one spot ahead of Fulham, they were almost four whole games ahead in points. I still gave them a D plus. Like 
I feel like Burnley got exposed a couple of times this year. I feel like they really were. I feel like a lot of people really questioned them. They their defense. They they did have some games. I gave them the plus because they they broke the Anfield streak. That was really the only positive that they had the entire season. But I mean, I gave them a D plus. And also considering, I also consider like Hyde going into next season. And with all the teams coming up in the championship, you have Norwich and Watford confirmed. And either Swansea or Brentford coming up. Rest in peace, cherries. Rest, rip in pepperoni, cherries. I'm, I'm just gonna like. There's no way Norwich are gonna be anywhere near as bad as Fulham. No way. Norwich are a good ass team. Watford are gonna be good, and Swansea or Brentford. I, I think Brentford will probably do better And Swansea. But I don't think either team are gonna do great. They're gonna be better than West Brom and Sheffield. Like they just are. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be tougher for Burnley coming into next season, but. What do you guys think? What grade would you give Burnley season, all things considered? The lowest grade possible because I fucking F. hate this team. Okay. I hate I this team with a fucking passion. Why could Fulham or West Brom not be good enough to just fucking beat them, please? God yeah. damn it. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, realistically, D minus. I was going to say, honestly, I, I agree. I agree with JD. Uh, D minus, I think, is fair. Like, you can't give them enough because they did enough they are still in the Premier league they're so, in the yeah. premier league like that is that literally is the difference between a d minus and just an f is literally yeah. like congratulations you stayed up like that's it that's that is the only and i, I mean the one and only positive of burnley season this year is you found a way to stay up you found a way to accumulate enough points to not be the three shittiest teams in this league and they didn't even get 40 points, which is Claudio Ranieri's uh, famous 40-point mark. I think it's his yeah. famous point mark. I think he said that. You know what this tells me is Man City won in a weak league. That's it. There you go. That's I, all, I found says. That's hey. it. Man, <laughs> Man, Man City's entire title this year is on diminished value because a team didn't hit 40 points and still stayed up. Mm. Cancel. Um, Just cancel it all, guys. Speaking of 40 no points. Void. No and void. Brighton, 16th, 41 points. I feel like Brighton, all things considered, had a worse season than Burnley. I have them as a D. I, I think they were awful on many, many, many fronts. I don't really, I don't remember them having a positive at all throughout the entire season. I don't remember them having... I guess I guess they beat City after they went down to 10 men and were still hungover after winning the title. But, like, I mean, who the fuck... Like, if, if you beat a team that just mathematically won the Premier League two weeks ago. Like, who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? Like, who cares? They're not playing full strength, and they got a Champions League final to play for. Like, that win for Brighton, it's it's cool, but it's like, whatever. They have the worst attack in the league. Their strike force is the worst in the league. They miss so many chances, and it sucks more because they don't create that many chances, man. Like teams like City and Liverpool and Chelsea missed the most amount of chances this year, like most amount of big chances, but they created the most amount of big chances. So like, that's just what's going to happen. I think Brighton, apart from any of the relegated teams, were the second worst team, or at least second most disappointing team. And we'll get to who I think was the actual most disappointing team later. But yeah. Man, your thoughts on Brighton. I know me and you have a collective uh, mutual agreement that Grand Potter's overrated and this team sucks. Yeah, honestly, I, I look at it from this point of view. I I'll be honest. Brighton get an F. Like, just on the Oof. expectations of this season, 
Yeah. Like, you know what you get with Burnley. You are getting, I'm just staying up, that's it. The hype with Brighton going into this year is they should be a team that hover around that middle-of-the-table kind of, you know, yeah. That area, around the 10s, 11s, and 12s. They should be, like, kind of right up in there. The fact that they scraped, like, up until a couple weeks ago, scraped to stay in this league, and again... Logan, it's just what you said. Graham Potter is advertised as one of the better English coaches. Uh, tell I think me, he's bang average. Yeah, yeah, I think d- he's a. I think he's an average coach. I don't honestly. I just think the pool of English coaches is so shit that. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm sorry. You look at it like the best coaches in this league is someone from Spain, someone from Germany, someone from Norway. Like another one from Germany. Like guys. I, like <laughs> I, I. I'm sorry. Like. It's one of those things where, yeah, ooh, 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 I am the best English, like, I am the best English coach out there. Okay, that's like saying you're the best central back in the MLS. No one's taking you seriously, bro. I'm sorry, I love the MLS with all of my heart. But, like, there's, like, you're the best in a shit pool. It's a low bar. It's a low low bar. bar. That's a good... It is a low bar. that's, That's a good thing. So, my thing with Brighton is there was so much expectation, so much hype. Oh, this yeah. team's gonna be different this year. This team has the pieces. They have the players. They have the coach. They're gonna get mid table and they're gonna push forward. Yeah, they didn't nope. do it. They didn't do any they, of that shit. So honestly, <laughs> Burnley, you know what you get with Burnley. You know yeah, what you're gonna get with Burnley. We got what we expected from Burnley. So they get a mm-hmm. D. They got the D minus. Brighton get the F for me. Yeah, that's fair, I, JD. I I find it interesting that Brighton only had a minus four goal difference, which yeah, it's considering crazy, they were sixteenth, but that doesn't say that much because they only scored forty goals. They yeah. just did. They defensively, I guess they did well. Like actually, I'm looking at all the like goals for and against in in the table. Like holy shit, some yeah. some some real they surprises are, here. They're a solid solid defensive team, but. As we've seen with all the other teams that get that have gotten relegated, they're not bad defensively either. They just can't. I score. mean, the, the thing with Bright, the, the biggest thing that jumps out with Brighton is is Lewis Dunk is either scoring or getting sent off. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's or, no or, in, there's no in between. Yeah, there's, there's no, no in between. between. He, he's either the hero or the zero. It's like, like a it, four outcome hitter in baseball. He either just he either hits a home run or he strikes out or he or that's it. He just does yeah. that. That's he does he not does. get on base as as Billy Bean would say. He gets no. on base. All right, so JD, your thought, like your grade, oh, what would I, you give them? I mean, the fact that they were, they very, they very, very much failed dazzle mm-hmm. by any means, but they they did concede a lot less goals than I would have expected from someone this low in the table. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm just gonna give a D plus. Okay, that's fair. Speaking of D's, next we're going to Southampton. Who I gave a D minus. I almost gave them an F. Skipped I thought over they won. No, I did. Yeah, did. Who? Newcastle. Oh, uh, they, they finished higher, dude. Newcastle are twelfth. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at Newcastle being fifteen. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. I did not refresh my page. JD ah, just had JD when, found his when, eyes. When did you have the page opened up? Three days ago. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He had uh, the shit I had the page Thursday opened up on Thursday week. night when we recorded. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> life, life life comes at okay. you. Fa- life comes oh, at hold you up. fast. Hold on, let's come at you quick. 
Hold up, hold up. Brighton actually had a minus six goal difference. They scored it, 40 goals and conceded 46. It doesn't, so. it doesn't change anything. I know. <laughs> Still, I never mind. It's been correct up to this point, and now it's yeah, whenever it's fucked up. But no, Southampton 15th. I gave a D minus. I almost gave them an F. They, at one point, were top of the fucking league for a day, and they finished 15th. They, they, I think they had more expectations than Brian this year. I, I remember watching, I've, I've gone on trends on YouTube of rewatching people being like, or watch people be like, reacting to my predictions of like the table last year. And damn near everybody had Southampton top half. Every single one of them did, or at least around 11th. And they just hit a free fall so hard, man. Like there's not really much in this team to go for in the future. Like they're not super young anywhere. You know what I mean? Like. Ings is getting older. He's probably going to get sold. James Ward-Prowse is probably going to go. Like, the defense isn't very young. The only really young guy I can think of is Kyle Walker-Peters. He's about the only guy who's actually, like, young and promising and can maybe turn into something until somebody buys him from Southampton because they just sell. I think they have been very disappointing. I don't see what this team does to really improve in the offseason. I'm going D-. I think they had a bad season, all things considered. It, it, and that really, like, the minus came from them being top of the table and then dropping this much over the ensuing months. But, yeah, I think they were absolutely embarrassing, to be honest with you. J.D., what are your thoughts on Southampton? I'm going to mostly agree with you. I'm, I'm going to go D+. Plus, um, because I still, think, I still think, deep down, they are a good team. They have just not had a good run this season. Ings has been on and off with injuries. When he's played, he's been great. When he has it, the team has really suffered. 15th, yeah, it it's not great. But I, I think a healthy Danny Ings, and if they if they can recruit well in the summer, I, I think they can, you know, make a good push for, you know, 10th, 11th, something like that next season. So I'll, I'll go D plus. Okay. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go I'm just right in the middle. I, I think they get a D and it's just there's expectations at Southampton, and you see some of the players that they have, and you know their head coach is someone who like people have in the same. He's very con- highly regarded. Yeah, he's, he's highly, very regarded, highly regarded, which I always think is funny. You look at some of like our highly regarded coaches this year, and they're either relegated or almost relegated. So, ha, huh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. The guy who finished in second is a gym teacher. But um, I mean, he is. He didn't do anything. Yeah, but... no, nope, didn't do anything. Not one thing, JD. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I look at, I look at Southampton and I just like, man, this team was on top of the world for like a 24 hour period. James Ward Prowse was the best midfielder in the league for two weekends. When Danny Ings isn't grabbing his hamstrings, he's one of the better strikers in this league. I mean, we were talking about Vestigard being the best center back when Van Dyke went down. People were like, oh yeah, Vestigard has like, got to be the best center back in the league. And yet we say all these positive things, and then the season ends, and then we look and like, oh, how did you end up 15th? Like, yeah. I'm almost surprised Southampton's there. Yeah, I am too. I am a little shocked. Next, we have Crystal Palace, a team I'm not surprised are near mid-table. I was fluctuating between C minus and D plus. I went with D plus because like they still they still finished pretty pretty low. I mean they're only one point above Southampton, but to be fair, they're one point out of getting twelfth where Newcastle was. You know they're only one point behind them, but still, I mean I, I could go either way. I feel like there is a little bit of kind of 
I guess hope next season for Crystal Palace with with Hodgson going. You know, he's 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 retiring and he absolutely deserves his retirement. The guy's seen it all at this point. That maybe they get a fresh new coach in. There's been reports about Frank Lampard going to Crystal Palace, which would be absolutely hilarious and the stupidest thing Frank Lampard has ever done if he takes his Crystal Palace job. So don't do it. But they have they have youth. They have players that are that are good as a. We've we talked about Eze. Eze's very good. Tyreek Mitchell as well, their left back, who's pretty much just replaced Van Arnholt. They they have good players, good, young, decent players to build around. I just think they are in a little bit better position than Southampton, and their their expectations were lower. I think the expectation for Crystal Palace is 10th to 13th every single year. They finished 14th. So they were, they were a little bit below it, but some people were having Southampton near 7th and 8th, and they ended up dropping like a rock and crystal palace never really hit the heights of a team like southampton this year i don't think so i have them as a d plus to a c minus i could see either one matt what do you think uh, it just it's difficult because they finished exactly where you expect them to finish like I... they're such an enigma of a team exactly you know that's, I mean? like, that's the thing like they're so honestly weird. they're boring and honestly if, boring. if you at the beginning of the season reached out to a palace fan and said hey now, you don't watch one game this year. If I guaranteed you 14th, would you be happy? They'd be content. They'd be like, that means we're up. That mm-hmm. means we get to stay up. We'll get a couple wins this season. Yeah, you know. The fact, yeah. honestly, on the pure fact of you kept Wilfred Zaha again and you stayed up, C+. Plus. Like, you, you didn't fail. You didn't succeed, but you didn't fail. You kind of just stayed where you were. I think a C plus is a fair grade, and I guess I'm lenient, but C plus. I'm gonna go with C plus. Okay, about the most average mathematical grade in this grading system for probably the most average and boring team here. So that's that's fitting. I'll t- I'll be totally honest with you, JD. Your thoughts? It's, I was gonna go C minus, but I'm just, I'm gonna go D plus because okay, they're just boring. Like I, like I had just said, like there there's nothing interesting about them. No, like. They, you know, Eze can maybe have a little bit of flair or Benteke can randomly go on a scoring run at the end of the season. But really, that doesn't interest me that much. Nothing nothing screams watch a, a Crystal Palace game. Like, just nothing. Zaha did fuck all this season. I mean, yeah, sure, they kept him, but he's only getting older and he didn't really help you guys this season. Like, yeah, he scored a couple goals, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go D+. Plus. They're just yeah. not much, not much impressed me. Who was their top scorer? Yeah, Zaha was their top scorer, and he only had eleven, which isn't like you know that's not a ton. Like, for, for but a guy he, like he's him. good. At, he's he's good enough that I guess you expect that. Yeah, like, exactly. Like that's uh, again, just like Crystal Palace. That's just that's they're they're not exceeding expectations. He didn't exceed expectations. He just he just barely met him, and I think Crystal Palace also barely met expectations. Yeah. Next team, team that didn't, Wolves, Wolves. I almost F, put an F. F. I put D minus F. F. Because yeah. it's just kind of like F. they they had such a shit season. They they've lost the best manager probably to ever manage that club. He's gone. I don't know what next season is going to look like for Wolves. I have no clue. They lost a lot of people this season. They just had an absolute shit season. I feel like a lot of people are going to want to leave now in the off season. Feel like maybe guys like Adama Traore want to leave. Um, Ruben Neves, he might want to leave. These these people, they, I mean, like, 
They've had their manager in there for years. You get comfortable with a guy, and you know you you love a guy. He's 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 not a manager but a friend, and then you lose him. You're like, well, fuck. Why am I here? You know, I feel like that might happen to a couple of Wolves' players. They might make a lot of money selling guys like Ruben Neves and Adama Chori, and then they might just take their money and go hang out near Burnley and Brighton for a couple of years until they get relegated. I feel like that might be the future that will befall Wolves unless they bring in a good manager to replace uh, Nuno. But for right now, D minus. This season was not good. They finished about twice as low as what a lot of people had them. Sixth to seventh region, fighting for Europa League, fighting for the Conference League. 13th, man. That's just a bad season. JD, that's that's a bad F. season for them. F. F yeah. all the way. Because, yes, losing Raul Jimenez early on is a big blow. But you have Pedro Neto. You have Adama Traore. You have Daniel Podence. You have Ruben Neves. You have Jao Moutinho, a seasoned veteran. Uh, Rui Patricio. R- yeah, Ruben Semedo. Like, nobody talks about Ruben Semedo was yeah, the he, starting right back for fucking Barcelona for a couple of yeah. seasons. Like, he was he was like 35 million pounds. He was a yeah, lot of money. Yeah. He, uh, I just, and he's done fuck all. And I, I, it's just an absolute disappointment. I, I'm thinking about them over the season. I, I'm surprised they're as high as 13th. And I am, I, I am worried about their yeah. managerial recruitment as well as the the impending selling spree and their future recruitment this summer. I, it's going to be really hard to entice good players to come to this club, and they're going to have they're going to have to sell guys like Neto Traore. It's going to happen. I, I don't think I don't think all of their young talent is going to be sold, yeah. but it's going to be tough selling, to entice guys. They're selling at least a couple of them. Like, yeah. Definitely. At least a few. I mean, Fabio Silva's young enough that he'll he'll stick around, yeah. but yeah, and I, they also just bought him, and like they're yeah, yeah, he'll they're gonna stick like keep him around to drive the value up a little bit, I would assume. Yeah, I just I'm I'm wor- I'm worried about Wolves because yeah, they the last couple seasons they've they've stuck in there, put out some good 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 really good, you know, results season wise, and I I think of them like Leicester where they got promoted and then they stuck around right away. Mm-hmm. But they really need to take a look at what Leicester's done because they have just gone. They have been leaps up, leaps and bounds ahead of them in that regard. So I'm worried about Wolves. I'm very worried about yeah. them. I'm Matt. So Wolves panic button. So I agree. Impressed. I agree a lot with what JD said. JD made a very a lot of great points. This team needed to stay consistent to hold on to some of its star players. The coach, as we already know, is gone. This team might have been one of the worst teams on the back end of the league. Like, they might have been. Honestly, if the season started halfway through the year, they might be one of the ones getting relegated because they've been in absolute horrible form. Yeah, not Man- good. Manchester United played Juan Mata, Matic, and Kids on the final day of the season and still outplayed Wolves best lineup. Yeah, that, that's their um this, this, hold on. Their their end of season form, loss, 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 win against Brighton, draw to West Brom, loss, win against Sheffield and then Fulham, which is like whatever then loss, 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 yeah. draw, loss, draw. That team doesn't It's like yeah. This team unfortunately over the last few years has built a reputation for being a middle of the pack club which is fine because it was only a few years ago did they get promoted so that was Mm -hmm. 
in the good graces, that's a great overall, hey, that's building blocks. And yes, I understand you lost your best player. And I understand Nuno's game plan involves needing every last piece of the puzzle, otherwise it won't work. But holy fucking shit, did the floor not fucking fall out on Wolves this year. This team was not good. They just, they were not good. In any way we expected, this team was horrible. It's a D minus, strictly a D minus on the fact that all of your goals disappeared this year after the Raul Jimenez injury, and you still found a way to stay up. That's it. Honestly, it's it's honestly it's the exact same grade I gave Burnley. Where you know what, you just stayed up, and I can't give you enough for it. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, that's 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 a good point. Next, let's talk about let's let's be a little bit more positive for some teams. Let's talk about Newcastle finishing in twelfth place. This team two months ago was touted for a relegation dogfight with Fulham. They finished 17 points above Fulham in an incredible end-of-season run. Since um since April 4th, they played Tottenham, draw. Then a win against Burnley, win against West Ham, draw against Liverpool, lost against Arsenal, beat Leicester, lost to City, beat Sheffield, beat Fulham. That is a remarkable run to end the season. They ended the season really, really, really well. Once they got healthy, once they got Alisson Maximum back, once they got Callum Wilson back, once they got all those guys back playing together, Joe Willick as well, seven goals in the last seven games. He's He's been tearing it up for Newcastle. I went with a B-minus for Newcastle, considering it's kind of the inverse of Southampton, considering how low Newcastle were at one point and how they managed to finish, as well as kind of a little bit of like, okay, maybe we can do something next season. Maybe we can try to build and stay 12th the whole year next season. That hope of hoping that Alan St. Maxman stay healthy, Cal Wilson will stay healthy, maybe they bring in another guy, keep Joe Willick for the whole season next year, maybe like extend his loan. I feel like there's a lot of positivity around Newcastle because of the way that they ended the season. I went with B-. minus. I was really happy to see Newcastle not being a relegation fight because as much as I like Fulham because they're full America, I love Newcastle. I, I have a soft spot for them. If you're a Premier League fan and you're not like a, a team that supports a direct rival at Newcastle, how the fuck can you hate Newcastle, man? All the Geordies are cool. The team's got a rich history. They're just fucking cool, man. And they got some of the some of the coolest ballers to ever play for any Premier League team, man. It's they're they're just fun to be around. I went with B minus. Matt, what do you think? This is another one of those situations where if the season started halfway through, Newcastle would be a top 10 club. You really... Yeah, it's like, crazy. Uh, uh, here's the thing. I'll be straightforward. They get a C-plus in my opinion. They do. They get a C-plus. There's building blocks. There's a lot of positives to take away from this season. They're on the right track. But I want to give one person an individual grade. Okay. And you said his name. St. Maximum. ASM. Same maximum. Not only does he get an A, Newcastle, if you can retain him, you automatically get a B plus next year. That's if you can Oof. if you can find a way to get this guy to stay at this club, I don't know how you're gonna do it. 
I look at I look at some of the big pieces from the lower clubs in this league. I don't know how he stays at Newcastle. I don't. I really don't because there have to be top six, top eight clubs who will walk through the door, offer them forty million dollars, and I don't see how Newcastle don't accept it. Um, you want to know an extremely hilarious fact? I'm gonna so on on I'm gonna I want you guys to guess the amount of dribbles attempted to dribbles successful that he had against Sheffield on the second to last day of the season. Can I give you a percentage or do I have to give you an actual number? Like like a ratio like like he completed three out of four or like whatever. Four out of five. Hmm. Fifteen out of sixteen. Holy shit. Fifteen out of sixteen. So triples. so you're saying he's a ball hog. Everything's about him. <laughs> you, what JD, ta- you can't spend on that. What are you? Ta- you can't spend on that. <laughs> what are you talking about? This guy is the second prodigy of one Ronaldinho. Like here, try to take the ball off my foot. Oh, he, you can't. Yeah, his his dribbling is un. I fucking love watching him play. But yeah, JD, your thoughts on Newcastle season? Um, great second half of their season. Yeah, I mean, when it, it comes sure to, I'm, well. I'm gonna give him a B minus because. Hey, we agree. Because yeah, because of the you know it's a half and half season. I first half of the season, I just ugh, they looked like they might be going down. They get <laughs> say Maxima back, that really changes everything. Joe Willock out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Uh, how many? What seven in a row? I think to end yeah. the season he's, seven yeah, goals. Yeah, he scored. In seven he scored games. seven goals in the last seven games. Yeah. That's I mean that's wild. I, I think I I heard them say like only Alan Shearer did that for Newcastle, yeah. which I mean it's yeah. Newcastle, but. Still, I mean, the fact that you're in the same stat category as Alan Shearer for something, like, damn. And he's not even a striker, which is wild. Yeah, uh, I know. I, yeah, they, they just really got together and just ground out some results when they needed to. I Yeah, I'll give him a B-. minus. All right, nice. We're all in agreement. We're all very positive oh, about... Also, no way do they keep Alan T. Maximin no. this summer. No, no fucking way. No fucking yeah, way. Yeah, it would be very hard for him to do that. It won't even be a... It, it doesn't have to be an English team that gets him. I mean, yeah. I, you know, do, do, imagine like Dortmund or Ooh. fucking PSG. They they love taking guys like that. Oh really yeah, do. something someone who could easily fit into a system and then just go right in on a cheap, like on the cheap. Yeah, like I'm not well, ch- cheap in quotations. Well, but... in, in, I'm looking at it cheap as like forty million dollars in today. Yeah, he'd be thirty to forty. Like yeah, that's what I'm say. saying. So like, 40. Y- you get if you get a player in that price range. It's a steal. They label that as a steal now because anyone with any talent automatically floats into the 60 to $80 million range. Dude, this guy like just breathes talent. And if you can get him, like you, like JD said, between 30 and $40 million, it's a steal. It is an absolute steal. And PSG need to reinforce, man, so they can win the league because they lost it to Lille. A whole fucking team. Maybe Lille fucking gets him. I don't know. Maybe. Hey, man. They got Jonathan David, the fucking Canadian. Didn't they buy and, him from the MLS? And, and Timo... No. Uh, no. They got him from a Belgian club. But, um... um uh, they And they have Timo Weah. Saying Timo is a joke. Yeah, I know. T- Timothy Weah. They do have old Timmy Weah. So, um, yo, hold on. Just a quick thing, though. Side note on a side note on a side note. Jonathan mm. Davis from Lille, the striker. David. David. Jonathan David. It's literally my name. The JD. Yeah. 
But I'm in just, my name. I'm, is it really? Jonathan I, David. Yeah, I, it's Jonathan David. I'm literally. That's on the title, JD. I'm literally. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Good job, dude. Great, <laughs> dude. Great goal on the final Fuck day of the yeah. season. Um, you look a little different. What? It's the hair. It's it's the hair. It's it's the hair. Logan. Yeah, it's, I look exactly hair. like Jonathan David. Yeah. But honestly, anyway. straight up. You're a middle to top kind of team looking for either a striker, or a guy who's great off the bench. Go get freaking Jonathan Davis because this guy is fucking phenomenal. David, whatever. Davis. Davis, David, whatever. whatever. Who, Who cares? cares? Who cares? Who cares? Next team, Aston Villa, eleventh. They only finished one point at, or one position ahead of Newcastle, but ten points ahead of Newcastle on fifty-five. Uh, considering Aston Villa were one point out of relegation last season, coming out and. Uh, also leading the table at one point, but very early on in the season, staying around tenth to eleventh, or like seventh to eleventh all season, finishing eleventh. I am a C plus. That's a solid season. They definitely struggled a bit without Grealish at the first part, but towards the back end of his recovery, they started to figure it out a little bit. And they, you know, they didn't have an awful season. They definitely improved on upon last year, but. They did spend quite a bit of money in the offseason, so you kind of expected that. You know, buying Matty Cash, buying Martinez, taking guys like Ross Barkley on loans, um, Bertrand Traore as well, they brought in. Like, it, it, this is kind of where I expected them to finish. Around 10th to 13th, they finished 11th. They gave them a C plus. I think it's a good season. It wasn't incredible. They definitely had moments where they just looked like shit, but they beat Liverpool 7-2, so that, that gives them a bump, all things considered. So, I went with the C plus, but I could easily see this being in the Bs for sure. J.D.? What do you think about Aston Villa season? I'm gonna give them a solid C because they rely way too fucking heavily on Jack Grealish and yep. Emiliano Martinez. They need to have a better team overall. Like Ollie Watkins had, was good this season, but not 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 where he should have been. I, I he was very inconsistent for parts of the season. Where he, I think he's good enough to not. He, I I think he's a 20 goal striker. I really do. The way the way he scores goals. He looks yeah. like a twenty goal striker, and his build, like he's massive. Yes, he scored yes. fourteen goals this yeah. season in, in the Premier League. That's a good, that's a decent return. But yeah, with his but potential, the, he could be a twenty goal a year scorer. The thing sure. is, look, think about this: three of them were at Liverpool. Yeah, and that's just one game. I I, I think if you're going to score a hat trick in the Premier League, and I'm saying that being a huge Patrick Bamford fan, uh, if you're going to if you're going to score a hat trick in the Premier League, you better score more than fourteen goals in total. But I. I, I don't know. Uh, just solid C, decent season, better than much better than last season. Uh, recruitment <laughs> was good, but it, missing Jack Grealish, I, they would have been higher on the table if Jack Grealish didn't get injured. Yeah, for sure. So, I think they would have at least passed and, Everton and maybe. And Martinez kept them in so many games. So yeah, that guy was signing of the season. I think not even. I don't even think a contest considering what they had a goalkeeper last year to what they yeah. had this year. What a jump! But yeah, Matt, yeah. your thoughts on Villa? Us. Uh, I, I maybe it's a little high, guys, but you, you got to remember this is a team full of unproven guys going into this year. We like honestly, if you if you honestly looked at this Aston Villa side and you bragged like you knew anyone outside of Jack Grealish, relax yourself and calm down. They get a flat B from me. This is a team. Mm, that's fair. This is a team that got in on the last day last year. They literally stayed up on the final day of the season. And yes, JD's correct. This is a and team. And they shouldn't have stayed up. No, they shouldn't have. Thank you, VAR nope. and no goal line technology. Um, but this is. No, a, it was there. It was there. Oh, it was. The whole world. It was there. The whole world saw it. But besides that point. 9,000 angles, but uh, couldn't get the one. 
besides the point. We're talking. I, I, I'm. This team is going in the correct direction. The Dean mm-hmm. Smith is taking this team in the correct direction. This was a huge step forward for this team. If this team finished lower, they probably would have had a very difficult time keeping Jack Grealish, keeping Ollie Watkins, keeping some of these guys. But this team is building in the correct direction. Another good year. Now you finish middle of the table. You get that. You get some more money in your pocket. You're able to not only keep these guys, but now you're able to go out and possibly buy some other guys to help you boost in the future. This was a very successful season for Aston Villa, in my opinion. I'm not going to give them anything higher because I just think that's unfair and that's just a little bit of favoritism. I think a Mm -hmm. B right down the middle is a great score for a team that just stayed up last year who finished middle of the table this year. All righty. That's... I, I agree with that. Let's rattle off a couple of these next ones. Everton, 10th place, C-, almost a D. They missed out on Europe with a manager that has won the Champions League. Um, They missed it out on the final day, just getting the absolute shit kicked out of them by City. I feel like they might sell some players. With all the players that they brought in, bring in James, Allen, Ducore, that, this is a, this borderline D. This is a very disappointing season for them so far away from any Europe. It's just a bad season, man. Especially considering how they started. They did they ended like shit. That's all I'm gonna say, really. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, Everton, they it's gonna be harsh. It, it, again, people are gonna think that this is a harsh, you know, score. I think they get a D plus. This is I'm I'm right there with you, bro. This is this is this is a team that there's a lot of expectations. You have Richarlson, Calvert Lewin. Honestly, you know what? Forget it. Forget I'm saying players. Forget about the fa- fact I'm saying players. This team was undefeated for a good chunk of the beginning of the season. Everton were leading the Premier League. The hype was there, but unfortunately, the hype was there, and then the expectation was there. And the second like an expectation and a standard was held against this team, they never recovered. Yes, injuries across the team but you're not allowed to say that you're not that that's not going to help you because every team in this league has injuries please i'm on a podcast with two guys who basically had the red cross wheeling players on and off the field at one point in time yeah yeah everton you need a morgue at that at center (laughs) by the way big positive in the middle of the liverpool game uh first pictures of virgil van dyke guys he's alive he's alive he's 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 alive and kicking not dead um, I won't. I won't believe it until he until he steps on the pitch. <laughs> JD's watching the live game, going, "No, I don't." That that that's a mirage. That, I'm that's a things. mirage. Not well, true. He was wearing a mask, thankfully, but it could have been anybody behind that mask. Uh, yeah. JD never changed. Yeah. Uh, just to wrap it up, it's a D. It, it's it's a D, and it's it's not good. This is this is a team mm-hmm. that like just like Wolves, we could be in trouble. This is a team that could be absolutely gutted. And I'll be honest with you, guys, I mean, by the time the next time we record, Carlo Ancelotti might not even be their manager. Not on a sacking. Walk, yeah, yeah, not on a sacking basis. He might just want to get the fuck out of there. The old classic mutual parting of ways. Classic. Yeah, JD, your thoughts real quick on Everton? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say D minus, honestly. Just for the, all the hype was there. Carlo Ancelotti, James Rodriguez, Alan Souza. Like, I ridiculous i the 10th are you fucking kidding me yeah i mean justice served for killing van dyke and yeah. um, um, almost and, attempt, and attempted murder on fucking tiago 
I, you can't reach the crossbar. You can't reach the crossbar. La 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 la. Yeah. Also, la, also Pickford. La, 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 I, can we just la, la, stop? Can we just stop like talking about Jordan Pickford as as, as like a as like a, a good, good keeper? keeper? Yeah, I've been saying I, shit for three years, man. No, I, I, like, I know. Oh, but he's number one. You got. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the collective. You can't reach the collective footballing body of fans. Stop rating Jordan Pickford. He's not good. He he is very bad. Like I, God, I I have yeah. nothing good to say about Everton, you, other than Richarlison might leave. Good for him. I yeah. I don't know. I, Lucas Dinier, his... who well, why would he want to stay? Just finish yeah. fucking tenth. He, he's by far their best player, in my opinion. I th- I, I think Dinier is class, but um, like, that's one, yeah, also one of the best haircuts uh, in the Premier League. Also, how fucking like stupid is it? We talk about Carlo Ancelotti being a great manager. The, the keeper is supposed to be the position that is your most secure as possible. Why are you loaning in or buying Robert Olsen to then play him like every like three games to then fuck up the feng shui at the back? What are you doing? I mean, Pickford's already shit enough. Now he's shit and not on form because he's not playing. What? That, that was dumb. That was one of the... I can't even fucking believe that that even happened. But anyway, moving from a team that was disappointing to a team that wasn't. Leeds, United, ninth. The same points as Everton, ahead of them on goal difference. I went with a B-plus to an A for Leeds. You come up, first season in the Premier League, top half of the table. You cause that Irish guy on HITC Sport to get a tattoo of Patrick Bamford playing the violin on you. Dude, What a season. What a fucking season. Leeds, B-plus. I almost went with an A, but there's a lot to build on with this Leeds team. They might sell some people, but like... I'm. I was really impressed with how Leeds ended the season because, like, everyone's talking about like Bielsa's system, which, rightfully so, will burn the players out. Sure as fuck, didn't they? That did not happen at all. They were honestly the best at the end of the season. I know they got the shit beat out of them by United, but every team this year had a really, really awful shit kicking. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we'll get to a couple of them happening earlier, or happening in in a little bit. Because so. I'm with a B plus. I'm I'm very I'm, I was very happy with Leeds. Very proud of them. They're very impressive all year. They were very consistent. They had a lot of goal contributions from all over the place. B plus. Good year. JD. A. Absolute A. And maybe I'm biased because I fucking love Leeds. But you know what? Recently promoted side. First first season in 17 seasons in the Premier League. And sure, pre like preseason, nobody expected them to be in you know a relegation battle or anything. But ninth, top half, come on, I yeah. Patrick Bamford, Patrick Bamford regularly scoring. I mean, Rafinha, the emergence of Rafinha, who I don't think they're going to keep, but still for this season, he was incredible. They really need to upgrade their goalkeeper. I don't, I really just don't rate Melier. I I just don't. I, I think he's too small. I don't think his reflexes are very good. I, I just don't like him, but the the, the back line was was good. Um, Calvin Phillips was fantastic. I his mm. his free kick was really good. So I mean, it was pretty bad goalkeeping, but um, but they, it bounced right in front of him. So it was a pretty good free kick in my book. But I just overall the season they they were an entertaining team For, from the neutral point of view. Like I'm not a I like I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm not a Leeds fan, but I just I couldn't not watch Leeds at any point this season. They were yeah. just so fun to watch. You didn't know if they were gonna get blown out five 0 or win six 0 I it was one or the other. It was it was it's very entertaining. Matt, your thoughts? <sighs> any day now. 
cracking my knuckles and getting myself ready for probably the hottest take you guys are going to hear all fucking day. Oh, please. Bielsa, top three manager in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Only two teams on the entire list are going to get this grade. Leeds get an A+. Ooh. Wow! Matt's gone full Did circle. not see that one. This coming. is this this is Matt's uh, Joker story arc right now, but in but but like in reverse. Where like now tell us what now tell us what the real grade is. A plus, a team, a, a newly promoted side. This was the same grade I gave Sheffield United last year. When you are a newly promoted side, you are playing with house money. You are playing with the expectation that you're the new guy in town. And the entire world's pressure is on your shoulders to just stay up. When these teams come up, they just do everything to not lose. They put 10 guys behind the ball. They'll take draws. Fulham are a prime example. Oh, we'll just take a draw. This is fine. We'll take a draw. This is fine. One point. That's great. These guys came up and without fear, went up against some of the biggest opponents, never changed their game plan stuck to what they had, stuck to the role players they brought up, including some of the new players that they did key, uh, bring in. I give Leeds all the credit in the world for finishing where they finished this year because that is about six or seven positions higher than I originally thought they were. I had them mm-hmm. basically fighting relegation to stay up. I thought they would stay up, but I thought they would fight relegation. Leeds get an A+. And the best part about watching this Leeds team and giving them this A+, plus is it's only going to get better. Because unlike Sheffield, this team has killers. Sheffield didn't have yeah. killers. Sheffield didn't have a guy like, you know, Jack Harrison, Patrick Bamford. Like, you know, they didn't have guys who, when the game's on the line, you could give them the mm-hmm. ball and they'll get the job yeah. done. The- yeah, I, I, dude. Leeds has ballers. So, Leeds, not only this year gets an A+, plus, but now have all the advantage of still being a team that does not fear its opponent. That's that the second year slump is always the hardest one for these newer promoted sides when they do have the opportunity mm-hmm. to stay up. I'm still not worried one bit that Leeds won't finish right where they are if not fighting for a position for Europe. Mm, okay. Let's 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 roll through these next two pretty quickly cuz there's Arsenal and Tottenham pretty disappointing seasons. I have Arsenal the C minus the first time they're missing out on any European football, I believe, since like the 90s. Just an absolutely shit season. I, I guess they have some some players emerging that were playing good, like Saka. Um, ESR is playing great. Gabrielle looked good. But like ultimately, guys got worse as well. Aubameyang got worse. Lacazette got worse. I think Leno got worse. Hector Bellerin got worse. Tierney got better. But eh, And then and they have the biggest question mark. With Mikel Arteta, you know I don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't know what's going to happen with this team. So real quick, C minus. I think pretty disappointing. JD, uh, I'm so sick of fucking talking about Arsenal and their struggles. I, D, I, it's just terrible. Okay. Eighth for place for nuts. Arsenal. It's ridiculous. That's all I have to say. And Matt, yeah, I'm sorry, Arsenal fans. Um, I understand after Boxing Day, you guys did finish like I think I saw a statistic today where if you took if you if Arsenal if the season started on Boxing Day, Arsenal would have finished third. I'm sorry. With the wage, the problem is the season doesn't. Yeah, the the wages you're on 
the players you have, the fact that going into the season, Arteta was the best of the argument of Arteta, Lampart, and Ollie. Like, it's... Everything included. JD's 100% right. D is the only answer I can give you. And honestly, I look at some of the other clubs that are around where you are. They have positives. I look at this Arsenal side. I don't really see the positives. And at the same time, I don't know what player is going to want to look at Arsenal, especially with no European soccer, is going to be like, yeah, that's where I'd like to go this summer. Arsenal might be in a huge transition year where this might be it. Like, we all make the jokes about, like, Harry Kane leaving Tottenham. Dude, Arsenal don't have a Tottenham, and they're not playing European soccer. Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem. Speaking of Kane to Tottenham, seventh, same rating as Arsenal, C-, minus. Kane's gone. They don't know what the fuck they're going to do with manager. They have a lot of holes at that team. Uh, I feel like they have a lot more question marks, honestly, than Arsenal. Like, what's going to happen with Sun now? They're definitely not buying bail on a permanent. He's going to have to go back. Is Bergwijn going to be the answer? What the fuck's up with center back? Like, as well, C- minus for them, Tottenham. I think they had a pretty... I know they are in the conference league, but, like, (laughs) I don't care. They're fucking C- minus disappointing season, in my opinion. Matt? Yeah, I mean... By the skin of their teeth, it's a C minus. By literally the skin of their teeth, it's a C minus. Because I, I think I, I reiterated it on the last episode. When we spoke about Tottenham, this was a team that was in that three, four, five should finish range. Like, eh, if, they, yeah. I, if they got into Champions League, yeah, they should get into Champions League, or they should at least be comfortable in Europa. This team was horrible, and I blame it all mm. on Josie. Josie ruined the mentality of this entire club. And I understand Poch wasn't winning anything here either. And when Josie took over this team, this team was at its lowest point. And I understand that. Yeah, But Josie... Yeah, Poch was getting you Champions League, though. But that's what I'm saying. I think if they stuck yeah. with Poch through the tough times, I think they would have been finished higher on the table. Josie is a morale killer. And it ruined this team. But don't get me wrong. It did. Josie backs on defensive pride and all this stuff. I said it on the last episode. Tottenham might have one of the worst back fours in the entire league. And honestly, yeah, if it was not for Harry good. Kane, nothing against Young Ming Sun. If this was, if this season was not for, like, I didn't have Harry Kane, this team would have finished 14th. And I'm yeah. confident on that. And now that you, they would have been around. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they would have been around like Villa, Newcastle, yeah. 11th, 12th. Like they would have just an unfathomably bad season. So, um, I, like I said, I, I just. I, I have to give them the grade I've had. And honestly, this team is in trouble next year. Like yeah, they, they like when we do our season preview, I, I'm worried. Yeah. I don't know who they're going to bring in, but it's, it can't be, they can't bring in a whole starting 11. That's for sure. Well, I, I, I guess with the money that they're going to give for Kane, maybe, but anyway, JD. Tottenham, man. Almost. I mean, I, honestly, probably worse than Arsenal. Even though they finished one point above them, I, D plus, D plus. I, I it's just it's ridiculous at this point. You have one of the best strikers in the world, one of the best wingers in the world, and you can't just grind out some results. I I don't get it. You have a World Cup winning goalkeeper. You have so much experience in that side. 
it's it's just insane to me. And yes, Jose Mourinho really fucked that club badly. They should have yeah. kept Poch. I don't know, man. I don't know what's gonna happen to Tottenham when they when they sell Kane. I don't know what Son's gonna do. Cry. Bale's not gonna stay. I, it's it's gonna be tough to keep some of these guys. So some of their better players. I mean, yeah. Like Delhi's probably gonna leave, but I I don't. I'm not rating him that yeah, highly, he, but yeah, he, he's also been like one foot out the door for like two seasons now. At this yeah, point. So yeah, it's kind of like you kind of accepted that with Kane. There was always that hope, like, oh, please don't leave Kane, please don't leave, and now but it's like, the end was, is nigh. Where was Indombele? Where, where where was Bergwijn? I, on the bench on the bench. Yeah, I know exactly. That's what I'm saying. I I, just, I don't know. It's yeah. It's I, I'm good, man. I'm I'm I agree with you in the D's for sure for Tottenham. But again, let's pull it back. Top six time. Starting with West Ham finishing sixth. I gave them an A. Excellent season for West Ham. Excellent, excellent season. Almost gave them one of my two A pluses, or I guess my second A plus. West Ham, man. Unfathomably great season. They got they're in the Europa League. They're gonna be playing they they, they were almost playing Juventus. Juventus had a win in the last day to be playing in the in not in the Europa League. So uh Jesse Lingard was almost matched up with Cristiano Ronaldo. In the fucking in the Europa League, which would have been, I think the world may have ended. But anyway, West Ham six, Moyes maybe a little bit of a spoiler for Friday's episode. Manager of the year, this team was unreal, and they and yeah and looking forward, they're gonna get money for Rice if they sell him. If not, they have a top five DM in the league. If they keep Lingard, he's playing well. The front three has good chemistry. This is this is it's 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 good. There's still some question marks with like Fabianski and what they're gonna do in the defense because the defense is getting a little old as well. But all things considered, man, after this season, a easy easy a. JD. Yeah, B plus to A in between. Whatever's in between a B plus to A, a minus. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I meant to say what's in between B plus and A minus. <laughs> that's that's what I meant. I meant to teeter on like maybe like okay. an eighty nine to ninety. Yeah. Uh, grade, um, amazing season, absolutely amazing season, totally just above and beyond. I think they should have made top four. I think they were good enough. I think they were consistent enough. I think they fell away at the end. That's why they're not an A for me. And that might be just holding too high of expectations for a team that should not have that high of expectations, but yeah. I, they had it. They had it, man. They had it. it they was. they pu- they pulled a Lester, and Lester also pulled a Lester. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about them in a second. But yeah, before that, Matt, your thoughts on West Ham for the second time tonight, and my final A plus of the evening. I I just absolutely blown away. Absolutely. Again, it's just it's one of those things where at the beginning of the season, if you told me West Ham would be playing in Europe. I would ask you kindly to share whatever illegal narcotics you happen to be intaking at that moment in time. Because, Mm. bro, sharing is caring. It can be fun. Absolutely. A plus. By far. This team had the mentality just like Leeds had, where no one expects anything from us, but we're not going to be afraid. And honestly, David Moyes. Holy shit. David Moyes. Masterclass. Masterclasses throughout this entire season. And honestly, now that West Ham is legit, 
I am extremely excited to see what moves and pieces they do this offseason. Because I don't want to see them be a seller. I want to see West Ham be a contender yeah. next year. I want West Ham to be putting pedal to the metal, trying to keep every single talent on this squad. But yeah, to review the season, it's an A+. No one expected this. This was outside the realm of possibilities. And that's where they get an A+. Yeah, I talked to our, our resident West Ham fan, Brian, about what he expected this season. He was like, as long as we don't get relegated, I'm happy. And uh, they finished sixth. Ima- so imagine that. That says it like, all. imagine that jump. Like, hey, as long as yeah. we don't get relegated, I'm good. No, sorry, you're, you're playing the Europa You're going to be in the Europa League next year. Oh. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're, you're going to be playing in the Europa League. And and Europa League, we do like to clown on in time time for a team like Arsenal or Tottenham, which you think would be better, and like Liverpool teetering on there. But for a team like West Ham, that's huge. But uh, West Ham shouldn't be a buying club for Matt, so or it should be a selling club for Matt. So Declan Rice to United off the table. No, but That's a shame. I also Leicester. Oh, I hate to cu- I hate to cut you off though. <laughs> I hate to cut you off before we go to Leicester. I hate to cut you off before we go to Leicester. If you are an English Premier League fan, I don't care if you root for a team in in London. If you are not backing the Hammers throughout the Europa League next year, get out. Just get out. Just yeah. get out. No, you, you. no one wants you. Okay, if you are not upping the hammers all throughout the all every Thursday through the entire season, you know what? Get out. Get get the fuck out of here. And um, joining them in the Europa League, Leicester, L E S T E R spelling of Leicester, not not with the eyes in the season. Now they're Leicester because they bottled it again, fifth place, B minus. I gave them. Because ultimately, still, because uh, ultimately, for a team like Leicester, that seven years ago were struggling to even be in the Premier League, to finishing back to back in fifth, is pretty good. But it's still disappointing a little bit for where they sh- they could have and should have finished. I think I'm gonna say B minus because it wasn't a bad season. You still have really really good performances from a lot of guys. Ian Nacho coming out of nowhere, Madison being pretty consistent the defense looking a lot better a lot more consistent guys like Fafana just went to a 60 million pound player like overnight there's still question marks as well with Vardy and with Brendan Rodgers' future so I'm still going with a B minus no just kind of keep it short and sweet it was good but disappointing Matt smiles evilly in the background uh, yeah, yeah, they did it again, boys and girls. They fucked it up. Good job, Lester. Good job, Brendan Rodgers. You deserve to be fired. I don't care what anyone else says. Uh, yeah, C minus. It's a C minus because you cannot go the entire season being in the top four to flubbing it on the final days of the season. Again. 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 They did it again. It's like, we all made the jokes, like, there's no way this could happen two years in a row. Yet, here we are. We did it again. You know what? I'm talking myself into a D plus. Lester get a D plus because <laughs> they did it again. You cannot... Here's the, They spent the entire season in between Champions League and Europa League. They kind of did the whole wave of back and forth and back and forth. Then they get a C. No, you get a D plus because you cannot go literally the entire year up here and then just right on the last day drop sorry that's not how this works you don't get good grades for that sorry if you fail the final you usually fail the course d plus all right and jd your thoughts on lester um i'm gonna give him a c 
for a lot of what both of you said. But really, this would have been a great season. They could have just beaten Tottenham. It's crazy. If they would have beaten Tottenham, I think you I'm right. Tottenham against Tottenham. I, no, no, no. I'm saying if they would have beaten Tottenham, they literally would have gotten Champions League. That's all they had to yeah, do. Yeah, I know. Beat, beat a that's shit that's, Tottenham team. That's all you have I'm to saying, do. Man, they bottled it against against the bottlers. It's, yeah, it's so, it's just it's just poetry. All you have to do. It's not hard. It's really it's really not hard. There's there's a whole textbook written about it. Just just beat Tottenham, and they couldn't. They have a good team. They have a good team. They just couldn't get over the line. Solid C. Passing, but you're not looking at any, any AP courses in the near yeah. future. Yeah, passing, but you should have done better. Anyway, now we're on to the top four. Before we do any the two, three, four, I want to do City first. I want to get them out of the way. I feel like it's a cut and dry A+. Because they won the league. You won the league. A+. Plus. JD? Yeah, I'm going to agree with an A+. Plus, um, just because I even halfway through the season, people didn't know if City were going to win the league. I Like, start of the season, people didn't think City, they, you know, they were contenders, but, you know, who knows? And it got to a point where it was just out of the water. I mean, they won the league by 12 points. I, I think Liverpool won by more last season, but... The season was a lot tighter in many ways. You know, Liverpool with all their injuries and United just somehow being good, I guess. Um, but it's like, City were just it's the like, best team. It, and you just can't take, any, take anything away from that. Without having... A lot of times, they weren't even playing a striker. It's wild. Wild. Yeah. Honestly, just yeah. Absolutely wild. A+. Plus. Matt? Um, only because at the beginning of the season I rated City to win the league. I can't give them an A plus because it's like, hey, I expected it to happen. So yeah, it, it's an expectation. They were the best built team. They also won the league this year, where Manchester United was your biggest opponent. And again, Manchester United fans saying this: if Man United is your biggest competitor the league is not as strong as it's been in past years and yes liverpool having their injury problems was a huge reason why city took the lead that they did and they had the ability to rotate without caution you get an a still an a but you don't get an a plus just because it's not one of those years where you hit 100 points or you looked fantastic because city looked human a lot through this season and honestly it's a shame because on weeks where city dropped the ball magically Manchester United or Leicester or Chelsea or Liverpool also dropped the ball that week where, okay, it made up for their mistake. City were great, taking nothing away from their title. They get an A. All right. I have strategically done this as well, so we will end on our two teams. So now we're going to go back to fourth to Chelsea, the biggest roller coaster of the entire Premier League because they started off God awful. They sank the biggest club icon that they've ever had. They brought in a guy. He started winning with them a lot. Then they started to lose towards the end of the season. Almost fucking balled the top four, but they managed to make it 67 points, one point above Leicester. I went with a B because I feel like expectations were high of Chelsea. They, well, with all the money that they spent buying half of Germany, they were probably going to challenge for the title this year. And they were 19 points off of the title in a down year for City as well, like, it's it's not exceptional. 
Like you don't get a high grade. I know you finished top four, but you almost fucking did it. You had to you had to have Lester bottling it to actually make it because you bottled against Villa. So like eh, they brought in a lot of people. They have a lot of youth. That's why that's mainly why I gave them a B, because they have so much youth with guys like Mason Mount and Havertz and Reese James. And I I'm not gonna say Timo Werner. Pulisic, I think Chilwell's only like twenty four. Like Mendy's, I believe, twenty three. They have a ton of youth around this this team that will only get better over time. But this season, all things considered, at least in the Premier League, was kind of a disappointment. So I went with a B. Matt. Yeah, um I I'm gonna go with a B plus. I agree with a lot with what you said. I think, you know, I don't think they get an A just because of where this team was before Tuchel got there. And it's just, with the amount of money that they brought in, they, in my opinion, were the second best team in the Premier League. When I originally made my original top four, I happened to be a guest on the Benchwarmers FC podcast, and my top four was, if I'm not mistaken, it was... City, Chelsea, Liverpool, United. So I just, I had them rated extremely high with the people that they brought in. This team, I mean, just the new guys they brought in just did not integrate fast enough. New coaching, new strategies, the on and off of playing players, not playing players. Uh, Timo Werner being maybe the flop of the year. It's like, there's just too many negatives to be mixed into the positives. They're in a Champions League final, which is huge. But a B plus, I believe, is the best grade I can give them. Yeah, I, I try to take the Champions League final out of my rating because it was just kind of like I'm just rating the Premier League season. If I was to count the Champions League final, I, I probably would agree with you with the B plus, though to be fair. Uh JD, your thoughts on all shit or all Chelsea? Yeah, uh not taking being in the Champions League final in any way uh, i'm gonna go b minus the amount of money they spent this the last summer i the players they brought in kai Havertz, timo Werner, hakim ziek i you i mean you can't just barely finish fourth that's that's bad i you can't spend all that money i mean chelsea doing what they do best firing their manager midway through the season and bringing in, you know, maybe well a higher profile manager, maybe not a higher, higher profile, what you know, person. But I don't know. They had a good, they had a good run towards the end, and then really just fucked it up, and almost really fucked it up. I, you can't lose Deville on the last day and leave it to chance that Tottenham of all teams are going to beat Leicester, one of the better teams in the league. I, that's a gamble that I would never be willing to take. It worked out for them somehow, but I I don't know. They're a good team, but B minus. Alrighty. We're going to end it on our two teams, Manchester United Liverpool. Let's start with Liverpool finishing third on sixty nine points. How the fuck nice. did they do that? Um I almost gave Liverpool an A plus, but because of, you know, unfortunately not meeting expectations, um, because of all the injuries, I think I had to knock them down. Third A List of te- list of players for Liverpool that missed considerable game time. First team players: Virgil Van Dijk, Gomez, Matip, Jota, Fabinho, Henderson, Allison, Alexander Arnold, 
Mane and Salah both missed two weeks due to COVID. Uh, 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 yeah, they finished third. That's an A. They went to the last ten games unbeaten, eight draw, eight wins, two draws. If it wasn't for two goals that were given up both in the late eighties to late ninety minutes, they would have been one point behind Manchester United. That's an A. I don't know how the fuck Liverpool managed to fucking finish third, but god damn it, they finished third. They they finished ahead of Chelsea, considerably ahead of Leicester. They just wanted it more. That's what it was. They fucking wanted it more. That the the the, the fucking oh and oh oh also we bought in or uh, loaned in Kabak missed the last two months of the season. Fitting fitting for sure. Liverpool A man. Hey, you don't you don't lose that amount of players and still finish third. That is so ridiculous. Shouts out to Andy Robertson. Started every single Premier League game this season. The only player for Liverpool to do that. Man. Hey, I uh, there was a point in fucking March where I thought we might not even make the fucking Europa League. And god damn it, we finished third. What a dude! What a fucking what a year! What a fucking year! JD, your thoughts? Um, this episode is running a little longer than we expected, so I'll be short and concise. I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give Liverpool a B plus. I take into account injuries, of course, and I can, I take into account form towards the end of the season to get us into third place. We have no, absolutely no business finishing in third place from the course of the season there's absolutely no reason that liverpool should have finished third place but they did because of their late late season form now if liverpool had beaten newcastle and beaten leeds instead of drawing i think all within the last couple of minutes and in those two games they let in late goals they'd be they'd be pushing for second yeah that's what i just said yeah yeah they'd be one point behind yeah. No, they, two points behind, excuse me. No, yeah. one. Yeah. What I'm saying no, is they'd be pushing. They'd be pushing for second. Now, whether or not United yeah. wants to keep that second place so they play not the kids in the last game, that's all hypothetical. So, I, B+, plus, in the circumstances, solid season, having Nat Phillips, having a back four, or no, a back or two center back pair, pairings. Uh, how many did they have this season? What, like 19, I think? Uh, about, I think, no, I, it was well, it was well into the 20s. It was 20, yes. Yeah, over 20 separate back two pairings is absurd. I mean, Nat Phillips, honestly, give him a long-term contract. He'll be a great number three. If we lose Joel Matip, Number th- well, actually, it depends if we bring in Ibrahim uh, Kanate, but when we bring in Kanate, yeah, when, yeah, just when it goes over the line. But he'll be a good backup center back. Honestly, he will. Reese Williams, you're really young. I appreciate your efforts this season. Go out on loan, see how you do. Like he's he's young enough that Liverpool don't need to like sell him to get get him off. Like he's not on any high wage or anything. He's he's, he's an academy guy. Hey, send him out on loan. He needs the experience. He is not quick by any means, and his his reactions are not great. He should have fucking scored, which would have made this whole conversation way different. If he fucking scored on the last day, wow. Uh, but he did not. He blasted it over the bar. Um, but now Phillips, man, what a fucking player. What a player. 
and I, it's like, have you guys ever seen the movie The Replacements, with like, um, with Keanu? My one of my favorite sports Great movies. Movie. Great, yeah, it, it's a fantastic movie. It, it, anyone listening, fucking go watch The Replacements. Great Keanu Reeves movie about uh, the NFL. It's just it. it I, I won't go too much into it. Great movie. Nat Phillips is Shane Falco from The Replacements. That is the... It's perfect. Perfect. They got over the line. I'm not saying... They, no, no, no. Because, Matt, if you're looking at me. The Washington, whatever fucking team that was, is the, the fake team The that Washington was in that movie. Sentinels. The, yeah, the Washington Sentinels. They didn't win the Super no. Bowl. They just got into they the playoffs. They made the playoffs. And, they made the playoffs oh, with Shane Bagley. And guess what? Nat Phillips got Liverpool with the Champions League. I will League. survive as yeah. long as yes. I know how to love. I know I'll say a lot. Mm. And okay. I give well, Liverpool an A. I, just, I, I give Liverpool an yeah. A. Honestly, everything you guys said, 100%, I agree. Injuries were a huge, huge factor to the way Liverpool season ended up. I mean, I, this isn't even a question. At one point, Liverpool had 19 different center back comp- like you know combinations. I look at this from my point of view as a United fan. Holy crap! If that happened, where Modic and like Twan Zabi were the back, like in the back four, dude. You are no. not comparing Modic to Fabinho, I'm just, are you? No, Matt. I'm, no, wait, no. He's just, well, he's just using it for like, like for like for personnel, not for actually, thank like, you, player. Thank okay. you, but, Logan. Uh, Logan, uh, Matt, I, great, uh, I greatly, I greatly appreciate. Matt, it. hold on. We had to play Henderson and Fabinho at DM. So imagine playing Matic and Fred at center I, back. I, I don't want. I don't want to live in. The, I, honestly, that would be like one of those things where I just don't want to live on this world. I don't want to live on this planet. Some people just want to watch the world. So, burn. Some people do, and we also we will end on United. A minus for me. I think United had a great year. I think United had a really, really, really good year. A lot of progress was made. Rashford's getting better. Bruno's one of the top five players in the fucking league. I think you finally have Henderson confident enough to be the number one for the foreseeable future. There are definitely, of course, some improvements to be made. There's always improvements to be made. You could improve City Squad if you really fucking wanted to. Like, of course there is. But this season, also with guys like Luke Shaw getting so much better from where he was, improving so much, it's an A-minus. Great season. Second... You're also in a Europa League final, but you know we're just talking about the. I guess we're just talking about the Premier League here. Yeah, A minus. I think you guys had a great year, Matt. Your thoughts on your Manchester United? Same grade as I gave Liverpool. It's an A. They this this is a year where I, I projected that United would finish top four. Yes, there were some circumstances that did benefit United. Liverpool having all the injury issues, Chelsea having the entire coaching issues. But you know what? At the end of the day, United did what they had to do to finish where they did. They had some massive wins this year, but they also had a few setbacks. That's growing pains. They'll learn, I think, another good transfer window. But yes, as you were saying, Ollie and the boys are playing in the Europa League final on Wednesday, which could be his first trophy at the club. It's a it's a good year. It's a good year. You, fin- you finished third last year. You finished second this year. You're about six or seven points, if I'm not mistaken, better than you were last year. There are improvements. And honestly, at the end of the day, United did what they had to do. They, you know, It's always a good feeling to go into that final day of the season and not have to worry where you're going to finish. So 
overall, it's it's a great year. It really is a great year. You're getting the best out of Pogba. You're getting the best out of Bruno. You're getting the best out of Rashford. Cavani went off this year. Uh, Maguire showed his worth. And it, honestly, Logan, it's 100% like what you said. Luke Shaw, take a fucking bow. Like, right before the Euros too, take a fucking bow. I think an A is an appropriate uh, grade for United this year. All right. And JD, to round us off. Uh, I'm going to trigger Matt. Uh, Mason Greenwood is still wasting away. At Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I, no, I'm um, just going to end my audio now. So I'll just start uploading it to you as you're finishing your rant. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Give him the A. I, I hate it, but yeah, they, they had a great season. Fantastic season. Um, once they disallow players to be able to change their run up speed on penalties, Bruno will not have as good of a scoring record but um yeah a a solid a good job guys good job guys good orange orange slices and yeah orange slices and gatorade for everyone good job us good season us gonna pat ourselves on the back i give us a b minus at best <laughs> oh okay. Well, it, I mean, it was it wasn't. I I think I think we had an A plus start. Then you know transfers happened. We brought in a guy didn't really work all, out all that well. Okay. So I okay. dropped the grade down oh, a little oh, bit. Oh, we're talking about the podcast now. Yeah. No, okay, we're yeah, just we, doing it as a joke. <laughs> we, we started off strong, and then and then a guy begged to be on this podcast. All right, all right. And... I'm looking at I'm looking at his stats for the year. Okay, I give him a B. Okay, he tried. Okay, you saw anytime he was on the field, he tried hard. Who? Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, probably you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Anyway, that's going to be the end of this season. This Friday, we have a fucking huge award show happening. We're going to do team of the season, player of the season, manager of the season, biggest improvements, biggest disappointments, and Pepper Brooks MVP of the year. We didn't forget do, about it. I got to think about this before. Yeah, Jaden, you got homework, buddy. You got God you, you should think about it. It, it's, it'll be fine. Honestly, I, I don't think the team of the seasons for all of us are going to be too different, but it's going to be very entertaining. We're going to have our, our EPL Boys Award show. But until then, thank you guys so much for listening. We love and appreciate every single one of y'all. Have a safe week, and we will see y'all on Friday. Have a good one. Be safe, y'all. Peace out.